Welcome to Fat Girl Gone Keto, Episode 3. Welcome to Fat Girl Gone Keto. I'm your host, Jane T, and this podcast is designed to inspire those who are new to the ketogenic or keto diet, uplift those who are experiencing any of the joys and wonderful discomforts that come along with being on the ketogenic diet, and just sharing some of my overall tips, trends, and tumbles that I've experienced along the way. Today, we're going to talk about just a general update since last episode, as well as something very cool I have discovered that you can do with unflavored protein powder. So let's jump into it. Starting with today's episode, I want to talk about facing your flaws, sticking to the ketogenic diet during holiday season. We've had Recently, Christmas and New Year's. I do celebrate both. New Year's wasn't too much of a hassle. I didn't make plans to do anything. We are still in the middle of a pandemic, being socially you know, responsible and staying pretty much in the house when I don't have to be. However, for Christmas, I did make the decision to go and spend time with two friends in, who have a large home, thankfully, and in a socially distanced manner, have a Christmas meal. For that, I made a decision to go off of the keto diet or the keto eating plan. I would have to say overall, the pandemic is actually very helpful in sticking to the keto diet because a lot of the things that would throw a monkey wrench in me sticking to the plan, such as going out with friends, etc., aren't an issue right now. Back to Christmas. So for Christmas dinner, I went over to see two friends and they have a large home. So we were very strategically split placed within their home between the dining room and the living room, which connect. And we actually had breakfast for Christmas dinner. It was wonderful. Ate French toast on brioche and all these things that are totally not keto friendly. But I was okay with that because I had made the conscious decision to not worry about sticking to keto for that particular meal. That day I woke up and I ate my breakfast as usual. And if you've listened to my podcast, you know, I eat breakfast and lunch. Those are my two meals that I eat in a day. So that day, Christmas day, I ate breakfast and I had dinner. I didn't do lunch. So I still stuck to my two meals. The timing was just a little different. The next day I woke up the 26th and I got right back on my keto eating plan. It took me about five days to get back into ketosis with eating according to my ketogenic plan, as well as working out, exercising, ensuring I'm properly hydrated, etc. So I think that was a very important thing to make a decision to go off of keto for that day, just to enjoy, you know, time with friends and a meal that's off of my normal way of eating at this point. I feel that it's okay to plan those once in a while. Now, I will not do anything like that again, probably for the next six months, but I felt it was definitely worth it. Do not regret it. 
Next thing I want to move on to is learning something new. So this past week, I was searching for recipes on Pinterest, specifically for a mushroom soup. I wanted to make a roasted mushroom soup. I slow roasted the mushrooms and I wanted to find a keto soup recipe that was a little more complex than just throwing roasted mushrooms in hot broth. Uh, have done that. It's not bad, but I wanted something more. In my search to find that, I came across a recipe for a keto roux, R-O-U-X. If you're not familiar with what a roux is, it's something that if you've ever had gumbo, you've had roux. But roux is a cooking technique where flour and butter are cooked together at the bottom of a heavy bottom pan. Think cast iron skillet, Dutch oven, etc. And they're used as a thickener for soups. Now, of course, being on keto, I cannot eat a traditional roux. So finding a keto roux definitely piqued my interest. I looked up the recipe and it was two simple ingredients. It was a stick of butter and it was two thirds of a cup of unflavored protein powder, which you can get on Amazon. Now, being that I've been on the keto diet for a while, I have plenty of protein powders, unflavored and flavored in my kitchen. So had both ingredients on hand. It took me about two attempts in order to really create the roux and it have a consistency similar, not exactly the same, similar to a traditional roux. I will admit it does not act like exactly like a traditional roux of flour and butter because I'm using protein in this case and flour, of course, comes from grain. So there is a difference. However, if you play with it a little bit, you will find something that is very satisfying as a substitute for a roux. Needless to say, I use that keto roux with chicken broth and sp just spices that I wanted to add and the mushrooms I had slow roasted and made a really great roasted mushroom soup. It's something I would definitely try again. And any of those of you listening, definitely encourage you to try. As I stated, it won't act exactly like a traditional roux, but it will come pretty close. It, and as a keto dieter, it's a great thing to have in your repertoire, in your you know kitchen skills to make different dishes. Next is product review. So this is a product that I have been using, consuming, however we want to state it, for a while. And it is Minute Made Zero Sugar, specifically in Mango Passion. I know it comes in lemonade and fruit punch as well. I've never tried those flavors. I really like the Mango Passion. One eight ounce cup is about one carb. It is fabulous. The taste is pretty good. It's not, it's kind of a thinner juice, if that makes sense, but it's something worth trying. I liked it for breakfast because it gives me the visual replacement, because it is orange, gives me the visual replacement 
of having a glass of orange juice for breakfast. Prior to going on keto, drinking a glass of orange juice with breakfast was something that I usually did and found very satisfying in finding something that at least mentally gives me that stimulation, as well as has a pretty good flavor, was nice. I also use it to take some vitamins or supplements that just have nasty taste to it, and it works like a charm. Another way that I like to use this product, I don't do this often, but it's something that is definitely an option. And if you are hosting something, post-pandemic, of course, and you have someone who is a keto dieter, it's a great thing to have on hand. I like to use it to make keto cocktails. A couple months back, I was on Pinterest (laughs) searching for keto cocktails, and I wanted something that was kind of fruity, but still keto. Hard to find, I know. Found one that... I wasn't sure about some of the ingredients, just found a normal cocktail recipe. I was like, yeah, let me let me use this Minute Maid Zero Sugar in Mango Passion um, as a substitute. So I used that along with a mango-flavored vodka, the spirit of choice if you're on keto, in order to make a very simple but satisfying cocktail. Now, if you're on keto, you know, I'm sure you've heard from many places that you don't want to consume alcohol regularly because it can mess up your rate of weight loss because of alcohol's effect on your metabolism. However, now and then, you know, life happens and you will have a cocktail. I really enjoyed that combination. I play with the measures as you see fit. Some people like stronger cocktails, some people like weaker cocktails, but that combination worked very well for me. So as a default on the subject of cocktails as a default or my go-to cocktail when I'm out and I would like to have a cocktail, but I want to keep it keto, is sugar-free Red Bull and vodka. It's easy. It's simple. Most bars carry Red Bull and sugar-free Red Bull. And all bars carry vodka. So the thing I like about the cocktail is it's enough to make you feel like you had a drink, but it doesn't taste so good that you'll probably want another. So you will more than likely stop at one. It's not nasty, but it wouldn't call it good. You know what I mean? It's enough to hit the spot. So where I'm at now is continuing on. We're in the new year now, going to the gym. I'm up to an hour a day. It's hard some days, easy some days. I'm still getting myself into the routine of it. And I know that's going to take some patience and definitely diligence on my part. My goal is just consistency. Just keep going every day until that becomes the default behavior. I like going um, to the gym early in the morning, as I've stated before. I go between like 2.30 and 3.30 a.m. Now, to be fair, the gym is in the bottom of my apartment building. It's all indoors. I don't have to go outside or get in my car to get there. And nobody is there at that time. So it's, it's very convenient for me. For those of you who may not have something that convenient at hand, you still want to figure out, carve out a time that you can consistently 
engage in physical activity. No, you don't have to exercise to lose weight on keto. However, if you are looking to achieve a certain look or amount of tone or whatever, I personally, in my non-medical, <laughs> non-personal trainer opinion, believe that exercise should be a part of your program. What that looks like is going to vary person to person, but it is a wise thing to think about incorporating. So the next steps from here, I would say my takeaway would be, or my next step is learning to be patient with my body. I am extremely impatient and I recognize that. And after, you know, doing something maybe for seven days straight, I expect this ridiculously large weight loss on the scale and I'm not seeing it. I see a loss and I feel toned in certain areas, more toned in certain areas and can even see inch loss in certain areas. But I, I'm guessing I'm wanting something dramatic and crazy and that's not the case. So one of the steps that's very important for me is just learning to accept that my body is going through different phases to lose this weight. And as we all know, it is easier for men to lose weight than women. So guys out there, if you're listening to this podcast, you may not be experiencing any of this. You may see these dramatic results and it's great. Kudos to you. I'm happy for you, but I have not seen results quite like that. So learning to be patient and not allowing that to distract or disrupt my forward movement is very important to me. So my final thought for today's episode is that keto is a journey and a lifestyle change. And in order to make it stick, I have to take it one step at a time on a daily basis. So have to be consistent, have to be diligent, but I also need to understand this is a journey that I'm taking, not a diet that I'm on. I have referenced keto as keto diet earlier in the episode, but honestly, it is a transitional lifestyle journey, lifestyle change that I'm going on. And I just need to keep the end goal in mind while I'm putting one foot in front of the other each day. That's all for this episode. I will catch up with you next week. This is Jane T signing off for Fat Girl Gone Keto.